0: Welcome to the Purposely Driven Podcast. Each one of us has a part to play in this world. Our strengths and our gifts make our communities a little bit sweeter. Join me, LaToya Guillory, as I interview community leaders, entrepreneurs, stay-at-home moms, and more. Find out what drives them to get up in the morning and fulfill the purpose God has for them. Jakithia is a native of Lafayette, Louisiana. She is a graduate of Grambling State University with a BS in physics and a minor in chemistry. She has an MED from Grand Canyon University. She's been a science math educator for over 20 years and an entrepreneur for 15 years. Her hobbies are reading, kayaking, and traveling. Her greatest accomplishments are establishing the first School of Greatness mentoring program where over 150 kids were mentored within three years. And the author of the book Reset, which stands for reevaluate Everything So Everything Thrives. She loves to empower and encourage people to reach their full potential. She's an ordained minister who has had to conquer many hard trials. She has discovered that her purpose is to help people navigate through life's transitions. She has helped many people to thrive and be their best selves. She coaches and provides accountability as people take the journey to reset as the reset coach. Her favorite quote is, life is a journey of constant resetting. You can find out more about her at reset.com with J.Info. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Marsly Driven Podcast. I'm Latoya Guillory with Empowering with Purpose. Today, we have the pleasure of meeting and getting to know Ms. Jekithia Prejon. She is the host of Reset with Jay, and she's also a middle school science teacher. How are you doing, Ms. Jekithia?
1: I'm doing well. How are
0: you? I am doing wonderful. Thank you for coming on here and letting us get a chance to get to know you better. Why don't you give the people a little bit about who you are and what you do?
1: Okay, um, like you said, I'm I am Jakithia. I am uh, I am an author as well of the recently new book uh, Reset, <laughs> reevaluate everything so everything thrives. I am a middle school science teacher. I am the host of the TV show uh, Reset with Jay only on the mogul TV Global Network which can be seen on Roku TV, Amazon Fire stick or on the moguls.tv. I am also a life coach uh, particularly focusing on resetting uh, help women to reset and transition from surviving to thriving. Um, I love to mentor I am a mentor as well. I'm also a believer in Jesus Christ. I love God with all my heart. And so everything that I do stems from, you know, his love for me and his love for people. So yeah, that's me. I (laughs) I love
0: it. So your book, Reset with, why don't you give us a little tidbit about what the readers will experience when reading that?
1: Okay, so in in my book, it's reset, it's reevaluate. So what I do is I help people to identify and reevaluate their priorities. So a lot of people talk about, oh, I need to balance this, I need to balance that. And because there has been so much change and there still is a lot of change going on and priorities that we had last year are not the same priorities that we have this year and so on and so forth, Because a lot of things have changed in the world, which, of course, directly affects us. I could think about how the school system has changed, Mm -hmm. how government has changed, how church has changed, (laughs) how people have changed. I know there is a lot of people who have dealt with a lot of grief. And things uh throughout the year throughout the last two and a half, three years. And so another thing that I uh talk about in the book is how to live and enjoy your life in the midst of change by making small to large changes, because a lot of times we can get overwhelmed with, oh my God, I need to change this, but small changes add up to large changes. And the next thing that I also focus on in the book is learning how to focus on living through the journey of resetting and going and being very intentional from uh, transitioning from surviving, where you're just going through the mundane to actually thriving, growing well, developing well, being all that God called you to be, living your dream, tapping into your potential, living out your true greatness, and being a blessing to people. So that's what the book is about.
0: I love that. And the reason I like it so much is because I feel like you know, while things have changed in the last year, things change really within the year also. Right. Right. Because there's so many seasons to different. I mean, you just look at, I don't know if you have children, but my son is six years old and the things that he was doing last week have elevated this week.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. Right.
0: Right. Right. His personality, his, the things that he's learning how to do, like he's learning how to dress himself. Like he's learning how to run his own bathwater. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I think about that and, j- and he's only six, but those of us that are in our, I'm in my 20s, but you know, our 30s or thirties or twenties and how much we evolved throughout the year. Like I'm not the same person I was in January, right. but I'm also not the same person I was in August. Right. And Absolutely. so betting and that word intentional, I use that word a lot because we do have to be intentional. Like It sounds so cliche because it gets thrown out there a lot of the times, but that word is important. And I feel like the reason why it gets thrown out there is because people take that word and they kind of throw it to the side. But we need to reevaluate what that word really means to us and how we reset for the future.
1: Absolutely. I totally agree. And while you were saying that, I was thinking how, you know, and I teach kids, I've taught kids for the last 16, well, 17, this is your 17. And so what happens is that, you know, I'm thinking about your six-year-old and he is, kids are ever always involved, evolving, always changing. And what happens that sometimes when we get as, when we get to be adults, we kind of, sometimes we become stagnant. Mm-hmm. you know, because kids change so often their, their, their shoe size. And, mm-hmm. you know, you look at, you know, I look at my students, they, from, from seven to eighth grade, they may grow four or five inches and you, you come back like, whoa, <laughs> you know, That's and so they're, they're changing so, so rapidly. But a lot of times as adults, we keep, we get stuck or stagnant in habit. And, and some form of habit is good, of course, but you yeah. can't stay in, you know, survival mode And so when you think about intentional, that means that you are very deliberate and you're doing it on purpose. So I'm an educator because that's who I'm supposed to be. Like, Mm -hmm. that's who I am. That's who God called me to be. I don't really enjoy, you know, other things like that gives me a lot of enjoyment, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, gives me a lot of purpose. I feel complete when I'm there. So a lot of times people are doing things that they're not happy with. And sometimes it just takes a little tweaking and it. it's not always the job. It could just be you. It could be your attitude. It yeah. can be, you know, sometimes we just need to pause. We need to rest. We're so burnt out because we keep going, 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 going. And so sometimes you just have to, that's why That's why resetting is so important because you have to sit down and be very intentional. Okay, what is causing me to not be, happy what is it causing me to not have some enjoyment and you have to be very intentional
0: right
1: very deliberate and on purpose and everything that I do in my life I'm very intentional as I just I've always kind of been like that and so I'm learning as I'm growing older to be even more intentional you know what I mean from you know the people that you connect with to the jobs that you take to the places that you live to the conversations that you have the attitude who you connect with where you go to church what city you live in you know those types of things and know that things will change and that you have to embrace it
0: yeah absolutely you just solidify the reason why I use that word so much because I'm all (laughs) about being purposely driven
1: absolutely that,
0: that that is the definition of being intentional oh that just makes my heart smile
1: Awesome. So, and you're doing great. You're doing great. Power and with purpose. Absolutely. Yes. People need to hear that. Yeah. Because sometimes we just live our life aimlessly.
0: Right. And I and I think that's where the burnout comes from, right? Absolutely. Because we're doing all the things. Actually, I, I did a um my blog today was uh talking about that. Take a time out. <laughs> that's the cycle. Take a time out. Be intentional about taking the time out. Um yeah. We, all the things, we try to do all the things and be all the things for all the people. And it's just, there's, there's, we don't have the power to do that, you know, right. We have to be purposely driven in everything that we do.
1: And a lot of times when we do everything for everybody, especially women, we tend to neglect ourselves Yes, all the time or on another, uh, a whole nother level that we shouldn't. You know, because we 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 do we serve we give. Mm -hmm. You know, we have children, we have husbands, we have jobs, we have you know all these different things, or maybe we're single, and so we find some other way to give and spend our time. But when we're constantly neglecting ourselves, then that's where our priorities have to shift.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So life coach, science teacher for middle (laughs) schoolers. Mentor, all of the things. What does a typical day look like?
1: So when I wake up in the morning, I I'm laying in bed and I am praying, listening to worship music, and I am I start my day off in the presence of the Lord because I I just I just formed it as something that I I like to do that I need to do, and I I think about the things that I need to do that day. And so my morning always starts off with prayer and meditation of at least one Bible scripture. Mm -hmm. And um, even as I'm getting dressed, I'm still praying and listening to worship music until I walk out the door because I want to start my day off with God.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: it just... I don't know. I, I, it's something about that morning. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't, I, I just can't get up and just go, you know, like I just can't do it. I have to spend time with God. Um, he has to be first and foremost in my day and it just makes my day better. It makes me connected to him better. It makes my relationship better. Um, because at the end of the day, it's about, it's about the relate our relationship with him. That's where everything stems from. I can't go into a classroom and and teach middle schoolers who have so many things that they deal with that's so different, that looks so different from even two years ago. Mm-hmm. That looks so different from when I was a middle schooler. And so I have to be spend time with God and be very sensitive. To what they need and who they are, and make that connection because before I could ever teach them, I have to connect to them. Right. And so, you know, everything for me flows from my relationship with God. So that's how my typical day looks. And I go to work and I'm there and I'm intentional. And then when I come home, I rest. I rest. I come home and I usually don't schedule anything until later in the evening if I have to do something. That may require my brain to work, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, and on Wednesdays, I come home and I don't do anything. I rest and I'm very intentional with it. I don't go on social media. I don't go, I don't talk to many people, that kind of thing. And I kind, I'm i still, like, working through it right now. I'm not quite, like, totally yeah. On that Wednesday where I'm, you know, but I, that's what I do. I take some time to rest because I, I teach over hundred kids a day. And so you have to, you have to detach,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you have to detach and you have to rest. And so many times we don't rest. We don't. And I sit here mm-hmm. and I'm either it's quiet or I'm listening to music because that's what works for me.
0: Right. You're speaking my language. I'll tell you what, because <laughs> I am a worshiper. Mm-hmm. I, My mom and dad used to tell me, you know, when I was a baby in the crib, like I would just be singing and holding my feet or whatever. Yeah. And to me, that's like, that's my love language to God. That's how yeah. God speaks to me. Yes. And so morning is is my time also. it's And, and what, the, what I like about the morning is just you, f- you feel his presence before all the chaos of the day happens, right? Yeah. Yes. And it's sweet. It's just an intimate, sweet time in his presence, yeah. right? Allowing him to just kind of comfort you, wrap you in his arms, right? Hold you, hold and hold all of your thoughts captive, right? And just speak those things to you that, you know, he's that he created us. Right. And so all of our intimo, intimate parts or innermost parts, he knows. Right. And so, because he knows that, I can trust that what he's telling me in these moments is, is special and that I can trust it. And, and I can just kind of dwell in his presence and just be and not have to worry about his thoughts about me or his opinions on me. And because I'm his most prized possession, you know, and, and it's, just a, it's just a beautiful moment just to kind of be there and dwell and let him, he speaks to me a lot through song, Uh, through music, that's my, my (laughs) thing, I can, uh, listen, I can come up with a song, he'll give me a song, or, you know, he'll, know what you're talking about, listen to this song right here, like, listen to this one, yeah, cool. you know, or maybe a friend of mine, uh, he puts a friend of mine on my heart and, and I can send them a song. Like he puts a song yeah. on my heart for me to send to them, you know, and um, I'm the it's, same way. <laughs> it's amazing how he does that Yeah. and makes you feel so loved in those moments. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's one of those things that's intoxicating. It's like, you know, how you said, like morning, it's the morning for me. Like, I can't like just get up and go. Like i got to soak. I got to soak in his presence and just be with him.
1: Absolutely. So like when I wake up, there's every day, it never fails for many years. Every day I wake up with the song on my head. Mm. I wake up the first thing I, and it's something like he's speaking through, you know, songs and, and every day I'll wake up and there's a song there and it's, and it's sometimes it's a song that I haven't even heard of. I mean, I haven't like listened to for like maybe 10 years yeah. or, you know, I used to be on the worship team um, at my church years ago. And so it was like, it's like a song that I was like, wait a minute. I haven't thought about that song (laughs) yet. 10, 15 years, but it's so strong in my spirit, but God is saying something to me right? Uh, through song or, you know, somebody send me something. I'm like, man, that's exactly, you know, I just heard this song yesterday. And so you're sending it as the confirmation, you know, those types of things. And I just, I just feel like that's, you know, not, not only is that a love language, I worship is a love language to him, but that's his love language to right us. And Zephaniah three says how he sings over us. And right. so he uses those people to sing <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's one of my favorite scriptures. I think it's Zephaniah 317, I believe. Yes. And he yes, sings the Bible says he sings over us. And so when I hear that songs, those songs in the morning, it's like, yes, God, you're singing over me. And it's like, oh,
0: it's but sick. he's not just singing over it. He's singing over us with his love.
1: Yes. That's
0: Zephaniah yes. like three seventeen.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: He's love. Like his love means the world to me. So yeah if there was anything you could devote your life to what would that be
1: helping people to reset whether it's through mentoring whether it's through um life coaching whether it's through discipleship cuz i love like as we talk about as far as the church is concerned um it's discipleship i love to disciple people i disciple people and bring them to christ and not only bring them to christ but help them in that journey because a lot of times you know people come to christ and they just kind of they kind of go back or they don't know what to do so i'm i'm about building people i'm about mentoring people i'm about i don't know that's like my second love like i love to just do those things i love i love to do those things so teaching mentoring those types of things bringing people to christ and Helping them and discipling them, hmm. Jesus talked about, you know, his last commission was to go and disciple the nations. Yeah, you know, that was that was the last thing that he that was the last instruction that he left with us. So that's like my burning passion. If I could do that for the rest of my life, which I do, <laughs> I do that. You know, <laughs> and I just I I I can't ever get away from it, whether it's one person or a bunch of people. I just, yeah. and I feel like for mentoring, teaching, and coaching, it's all the same thing. It's just in different avenues.
0: Now, you hear us talk about being, or you talk about being purposely driven, but everybody has a different definition mm-hmm. of what that means and what that looks like. And so for me, I just, I wonder, what is your definition of living with purpose,
1: before we could live with purpose, i I really believe that we need to know who we are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: like like who we are, like you were saying earlier, you know, I'm his prized possession i am I am the apple of his eye. Mm-hmm. I am, you know, fearfully and wonderfully made. That's our identity, but I also ha- we have also have to understand what are our character strengths,
0: right
1: So if I'm. If I'm loyal, then that ha- that is definitely connected to purpose because purpose is you know the reason in which something is or something is done. So if I know my identity, that I am in Christ and I also know my character strengths, then I know I'm I'm loyal, I'm dependable, right? I am all those different things and that drives me. I'm a teacher. i'm I'm a I'm an encourager. So if I'm an encourager and that's a character strength for me, then everything that I do will flow from that encouragement
0: because
1: and that loyalty, like I got your back, you know, I got you and I'm going to be loyal to you. And so all of that is purposely driven, but it's also based off of once we know who we are in him, then we know what we're supposed to do because everything comes from knowing who we are. If you're, if you don't know you're an apple, then you're not gonna, you're not going to uh, act like an apple, right? Right. I'm not a dog, so I don't walk around roof roofing, you know, I'm being silly, but (laughs) I'm using those analogies, but it's, it's real, you know, I can't, and on the other hand, I can't expect an apple tree to produce oranges. Yeah. So a lot of times we're, we're not purposely driven because we really don't know who we are. Yeah. We don't know our character strengths. We don't know who we are in Christ Jesus. We don't know that that we're, the, we're a king's kid and that there are some things I don't have to beg for. Right. I don't have to beg for needs. I don't have to beg for joy. I don't have to beg for healing. They belong to me. Yeah. So I'm walking around and something is off of my identity. Then hold up. We got to get this together. Right. And I'm not saying you're not going to go through those types of things, but I'm not going to settle for those things. And so because I have to live out the purpose, I have to live out the the thing that which God sent me to the earth, because God don't just put us on earth just because I could have been we could have been born in the 1830s or in 2075. You know what I mean? (laughs) But, you know, he put us in this time for this reason and this season. I'm like, who would have ever thought? that we would ever live through that type of global pandemic. None right. our, our parents didn't live through it. Our mm-hmm. grandparents didn't live through it. You know, they didn't live through those times. Maybe our great-grandparents, depending on how old you are, you know, but we we didn't live through that. So God, when he put us here, he put us here for a purpose. He put us here for a reason. We're existing for a reason. So I got to find, and it's it's part of resetting because it's the journey. Be, finding right. your purpose is a journey. It's not, I'm going to know today, everything that I'm supposed to do no 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 as you go you discover as you go as you take step one you'll figure out step two and God will show you step three and four and five but a lot of times people scared to take step one been there done that right Mm -hmm. (laughs) been there done that so I know what it means you know to 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 you know be nervous or afraid of those types of things but God got us
0: yeah i think understanding who we are i'm always talking about being self-aware because I, I he was like you said he didn't just put us here just to put us here like he was intentional i'm going <laughs> to overuse that word now so. <laughs> even more than i'm, I'm over mm-hmm.
1: I, mean. <laughs> I use it a lot too it's all good
0: but, but he was intentional about just the very form of who we are. I was um, doing a teen camp during the summer. And one of the things that um, it was, they were talking about healthy sexuality and stuff like that. And one of the things that the girl mentioned was that um, when women are born uh, or when, um, when eggs are formed, the female egg already comes with eggs formulated to its being its body right Right. so even before the egg has been produced as a human it's already giving life it already has a purpose and so god has whoo given us he's he's intentional with just our very being how our blood flows how our hair like lays to the side or whatever you know how we sleep at night you know being able to take in breaths and and the way our heart beats and and all all that and so being self-aware I think is is very important for all of us to know that we know. Like we don't have to beg. Like whether you believe in Jesus or not, you ain't got to beg for nothing. Like he's already given it to you. Absolutely. You just got to ask, him, you know? What I mean? You just have to say, hey, you know, you have to talk to him. He already knows what you need before you need it. Right? Right? Um, but being intentional about understanding yourself and really just walking into who God made us to be you know that's that's what it that's the ticket right there that's how we live with purpose we all have things to do whether it's being a stay-at-home mom whether it's you know being a CEO whether it's life coach educator whatever it is you we all have our purpose and our calling but we have to understand who we are excuse me who we were created to be as well where do you draw your strength from
1: I draw my strength, of course, from God, but I have like, and I've I've talked about that, but what's so important is to have good, healthy relationships. Yeah. And so my strength, my number one fan is my mother. (laughs) My mother is my number one fan. I have a good, solid support system from friends that I have been friends with for over 20 years that knows me, that puts me in my place. Say, Jakithia, you're wrong. Jakithia, Mm -hmm. I'm proud of you. You're right. Jaquithia, uh-uh, now you know better than this, right? You know, so you had, so that's what you draw strength. Of course, my number one strength comes from God. But I, I believe that, I know that a lot of, you know, where would I be without those healthy, strong relationships? Because I like peace. So I'm not the kind of person that I'm cutting people off, you know, every other day or every other week, of course, relationships shift and change. But at the end of the day, I have people that I may not talk as to as often, but we'll pick up a conversation. Maybe we haven't talked in four or five months, but we'll pick up a conversation like from yesterday. You know, mm-hmm. like we talked yesterday. And so, but there are people that I talk to every day that I that I draw strength from every day. So you have to have a good solid foundation of the right type of people around you, the right connections. That's so important because we can't live by, without people. We can't live by ourselves. It's just people, yeah. you know, and I'm, to be honest with you, and nobody ever believes me, I am a true introvert. I mean, I can sit at my house for five days and not go nowhere, talk to nobody or nothing. And I'm fine, but I've learned. So I'm kind of like both. I'm like, a, mm-hmm. you know, I, I well, that's why when I come home, I have to digress. Cause I gotta be like, oh, cause I just been, it's been noisy and busy all day. We right. have to kind of, right. you know, do that type of thing. So I think relationships and your strength comes from knowing who you are, mm-hmm. not just your identity and your purpose, but. Knowing what fuels you and knowing what aggravates you, yeah, and knowing you know those types of things. So you have to draw strength from you know being being secure in who you are as well.
0: Absolutely, yeah. We're not meant to do life alone.
1: No. Mm-hmm.
0: I heard it said once that um, isolation is a devil's playground.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, yeah. and- too long,
1: it's not good. No. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you got to decompress, right? Right.
1: I mean,
0: there are times when I don't feel like people in, <laughs> right? Because I people for a lot of the hours of the day. So when I get home, and and I get this a lot. When I mean, you, you, Latoya, you're busy, you're doing all these things, you know, yada, yada. But clearly and truly, I'm at home most nights hanging out with my guys, yeah. right? K1 and K2. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not running the streets like that. So I do my people in during the day right. and I'm at home, I'm At home. And That's don't good. ask me to leave <laughs> after <good>. I get <laughs> home. If I'm doing anything, it's going to be before I even make it to the house right. kind good. of thing. And good. We, ha- we have to take that time to decompress. But we also, like God did not make us to be loners, to be by ourselves. You know, he, he put people in our midst for that. You know, disciples were disciples because they were able to learn from other people and, and also lead other people as well.
1: Totally, yeah. absolutely. Totally agree with that. You, you just, you just, you got a people. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, you got a people. You got a people. <laughs> <laughs> you got people. But you got a people, the right people,
0: right? Part.
1: The right people. The
0: right people. Everybody don't need to be in your circle.
1: No. Hmm. What's your favorite scripture or quote? Romans 8 and 28 is my most favorite scripture. All things work together. Yes. For the good of those who are called according to God's purposes. <laughs> Love God and called according to his purpose. Because what I have, I'm a living testimony of how God will restore and how God will redeem and how God will make even what we deem to think is ugly mm. we 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 think it's ugly but it's the beauty of God crushing us and preparing us for where he's taking us and again he's very intentional and so I say this and I've been sharing this a lot and I just this is on my heart 2021 was a crushing mm. the end of 2020 all of most of 2021 was a crushing for me It was like one thing after another, after another, after another, after another. But in it, I was like, God, what? I'm about to, you know, what? Mm -hmm. But it it worked for my good. And now 2022, I'm like, whoa, because it's been so many good things happening Mm -hmm. to me back to back to back to back to back. That God has, you know, opened the doors. You know, I released the book, and after I released the book, it was like the floodgates of heaven, just yeah. opened up. And even from the TV show, like I got, I didn't go look for the opportunity. The opportunity came to me, not once but twice. Right. You know, back to back, like one day to the next day. You know, and of course, you were one of my guests. Thank you for that again. Yeah, so yeah. you know, it's like, you know, you you really have to get a revelation of that that all things work together for the good for those who love God and called according to his purpose and so when you love God he loves you you when you love God you understand that he loves you first yeah and when God loves you first and you understand that not when he does love us first and when we understand that he loves us first and we love him back then everything he does is from his love because God is love So even when it's the crushing and the, oh my gosh, and this is happening and the grief and, you know, all kinds of crazy things is happening in that we can always find God's love. Mm -hmm. So I just love that scripture. I love it. I just love, I just think that it's, it's the essence of, of it all. It's the epitome Mm -hmm. of, of, of everything.
0: I love how he does things like that because even though it sucks going through it, yeah. Like a crushing has to happen.
1: Has to. Right.
0: Because there are some things that have to die.
1: Yes. To rebuilt. In order for things to live. Yes. A lot of times what we don't understand is that the ending, it's actually the beginning of something new. And if you don't let that go, and I always like to tell people, you have to make room, right? Yeah. So, if I'm getting new furniture, anybody who gets new furniture, before they come and bring the furniture, you're going to get rid of that old couch. Let's just say you get a new couch, you're going to get rid of the old couch or you're going to move it into another room. It's going to look crazy if there's no room for the new couch to come in. Right. Nobody does that. I don't care if you got to put it outside you're going to call somebody come get it I don't care if you got to put it temporarily in another room you're going to make room for it and a lot of times Mm -hmm. I use that analogy because people we have a hard time getting rid of the old yeah we have a hard time making room for the new and I'm guilty of it as well Mm -hmm. but when we understand that it's good it's working for our good. It may not always feel good, but if you keep living, it'll all make sense.
0: Yeah. And then you come out stronger, right? Look, oh, the new couch. Okay. Who? him looks better than it did.
1: Sure do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> With the old couch. you know what I mean? Right? And so moving that stuff out, like even though it sucks, you know the processes can suck and be hard. but he did a new thing. Mm. like he talked about in Isaiah, he's doing a new thing, you know, and it's coming out stronger and wiser, you know, and more knowledgeable to walk into the next season of your life.
1: So, so true. And you have to, and a lot of times it's hard. Change is hard. That's the reality of it. Change is hard. We're creatures of habit, just naturally, Mm -hmm. you know, we look around us every day. The sun comes up, you know, we go to work. We pretty much have the same Routine, we're around the same people, go to the same job, you know, drive the same car, you know, probably eat some of the same types of food every day. And so we're so, we don't even realize how much, how habitual our lives are. Yeah. So when things change, it's like, oh my God, but it's you navigating, you know, navigating through the new.
0: Yeah. You
1: have to navigate through the new. And one of the things that, you know, I learned a long time ago that God actually dealt me about, it. he was like, you have to embrace change. Mm-hmm. You have to embrace it. Like when I think about embrace, you think about hugging somebody, you take it and you put it in your arms and you'd be like, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. And you not have to a embrace church pack. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: No, not a church <laughs> path. Like pack. you have to embrace it. You have to embrace it. You just have to, because you'll never thrive yeah. that way. You'll never grow. You'll never, you'll never really walk into purpose. Right. Once that old season is done, you've learned that lesson. You got to go on to the next thing. Yeah.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So Miss Jakithia, where can we find you? You can
1: find me. <laughs> <laughs> um at on uh, and uh I can't talk on Facebook. You can look for me, Jaquithia Praiseom. I do have a uh Facebook page, reset with J. If you're on Instagram, reset dot with dot J. I am also um on the mogul TV Global Network. My mm. TV show comes on Thursdays um at 7 p.m we on episode we're on episode six so we have eight episodes and so after thought you can always go back by the time i think this plays will will be done so you can always go back and look at all episodes i like to tell people hey go binge watch it because yeah. we're so busy so that's where you can find me you can find my book uh reset um on amazon as well as you can also visit my website resetwithj.com
0: Awesome. And you do speaking engagements too, I hear.
1: I do. (laughs) I speak. Yes, I speak. So a lot of people have been calling on me to speak um, since I released this book. And I I used to, I used to, I'm actually an ordained minister. So I used to preach in church, but it's been a while. So God just kind of changed the way that I, you know, and of course I'm, you know, just different, different route, but yes. So, yeah i'm a speaker i just i just um i just recorded a a a motivational speaking for a summit that's coming up in december so i'm excited so yeah so i just yeah that's what i do <laughs> I, i'm excited everything that i do i'm i'm humbled and i'm grateful um to god that he chose me to just put the, the message it's all about the message it's about yeah. the message he said it's not about you it's about the message. And I just, yeah. yeah. So
0: I like to tell people I'm a walking billboard for him. I don't need a pulpit nope. to be his messenger. Nope. call to be a hands and feet. I mean, I got to move my hands and feet.
1: Right. Be the light of the world.
0: Right.
1: Salt of the earth. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Jakeithi, it was so great having you today. Thank you so much for joining us on this purposely driven podcast. <laughs> I myself. Um, Thank you for
1: having me. I, I really appreciate it. I do.
0: Thank you. This has been the Purposely Driven Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this podcast interview, and I look forward to you joining me in the future. If you enjoyed the show, please give it a subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. New shows are posted twice a month for your listening pleasure. See you next time.